please enter room 2008. We are live on a Friday night on Twitch. There's been some crazy stuff going on this week. This was kind of an impromptu episode. We weren't going to record until next week. Um, our uh, next edition of Redacted and another conspiracy episode. But there's been so much going on with this Ocean Gate stuff. What a better time to talk about it than a Friday night and, and revisit the Titanic conspiracies. So it's, uh, it's kind of uh, coming to an end, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Uh, yesterday was pretty exciting um there was a lot going on a lot of conspiracies coming up a lot of what ifs and a lot of people that were uh everybody you know was hopeful but at the same time everybody knew you know right. <laughs> i mean it is what it is as far as yep. submarine goes but um but yeah so good night to just kind of chill out talk about it get down to the roots of it and uh go from there dive in if you will yeah no pun intended actually it was intended but <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm um if this episode is a little different, you'll notice uh, Mr. Rabbit Hole's not with us. He's off stroking his guitar somewhere. Um, I'm fresh out of surgery yesterday, so I'm on painkillers and kind of out of it. Um, Mr. Unemployable Molly Brown here. I don't uh, <laughs> we know all what's going on. We're all disheveled <laughs> and don't know what's going on. So, I had a toothache earlier, man. I didn't think I could do it. But, you know, we battle through it. That's what we do here at Room 2008. We got beat up this week. I know. Between you and your shoulder and. Peter's fingers hurting from the uh, Peter and that dominatrix. Yeah, we're all just in bad shape. Yeah, apparently he has another career choice: <laughs> playing guitar for a band. I mean, who does that? I know, living the dream. You know, so we just said, you know what? Forget him. We're we're on this. He could do yep. without. No, we we miss we miss old rabbit hole. Yeah, we um we actually got a lot of plays over the past few days. Uh, so I appreciate y'all listening. Um, guess i'll go ahead and get these little plugs out of the way uh right now like i said we are on twitch.tv slash room 2008 ent follow us on twitter room 2008 ent2 so you can follow us um you know with with updates on what we're going to be talking about when we're going live uh we still don't have a normal schedule down yet so we we stream on different days and shoot us an email room 2008 ent at gmail.com yeah and i want to say too uh thanks for everybody listening in because we may not um put this up we know we just did a Titanic episode and then, you know, and I'm noticing this a lot more. We'll do a, we'll do an episode on a topic and then literally days later, it'll be trending. Mm -hmm. Like we we're always right there. I wouldn't say we're always right there ahead of it, obviously, but I just feel like as soon as we're talking about it, then we're done with it. And then all this information comes up. So we had to uh, address this since we just did a Titanic episode, like a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. and announced it the biggest uh thing to talk about so we really wanted to kind of get down to the uh ingredient and yeah one reason i wanted to talk about it was because it's um it's like it's opening people up to the titanic conspiracies that you know weren't aware of it before right 
um, you know, with TikTok and stuff like that. Um, obviously, with how many, like five billionaires or something on board this uh, Ocean Gate well, craft? Not five, but yeah. There, how many was it? Uh, there were, uh, I know one, uh, there were two. Well, there was there were one billionaire, two very, like one other very successful business person, probably billionaire. I can't confirm that. And then a guy who was um, really big into the Titanic. Obviously, he had you know exhibits and stuff like that. And then the uh, the billionaire son and the owner or CEO of of OceanGate. So, uh, you know, that's a yeah. good question though. Was the other guy a billionaire? I think I'm that matters. Sure. I, th- I thought they all were, but I could have read this wrong. I, th- there's so much information. Again, no pun intended. Floating around out there. Well, let's. Uh, you want you want to talk about that real quick? The people on board. Yeah, we can. Let's. Um, so uh, I sent you a link if you have it. Um, got it. What to know about the five passengers who are on the Titanic sub? Yeah, let's talk about that. That's a good little segue because you know that's a lot of floating information. Mm-hmm. Just kind of go ahead and take care of that right now. Right. Do you got it up, or do you want me to read it? Well, you can screen it if you want to, and I'll read it off. You know, whatever. I'll, I can just read can you it. Share it. Yeah, I can um, screen it. Is that a the terminology know, share screen it, i guess we're new with this screen it man <laughs> if not we just uh just created it so there you go there we go as long as it doesn't uh good it's not delaying yeah it only delays when i share the audio yeah so here's a fun fact uh i just found out that uh one of the billionaire the uh the business and the pakistanian businessman i'm not gonna butcher his name so let's call him dawood um, he had multiple companies, but, uh, he was really big in like Her- Hercules capital, which is an uh, American company as well, but his last name is Hercules. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's interesting. Cause I just, I, I happened to have some of that stock and I'm like looking at it and it's tanking. I'm <laughs> like, well, damn, I didn't realize there was a connection there, but, uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. Hercules capital. Wow. Um, so yeah, he's got his hand in a few things. Uh, really big in the fertilizers industry, the fertilizer industry, and you know that's kind of most people don't realize the fertilizer industry is like everything. Yeah, uh, it's it's a huge impact globally, and you don't think about fertilizer, but it's one of the materials that we really can't live without. Kind of scenario mm-hmm. keeps the crops growing. Uh, that's right. But scroll up. We'll actually start from the top and just kind of. Oh well, that is that is the top. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so we're looking at a website right now. Just kind of breeze through these guys and uh, let everybody know who they were and what they did. And uh, so we'll start with. Uh, well, it was uh, Stockton Rush, Mister Dawood himself, um, Hamish Harding, and Paul Nargilet. Sure, no, your Nar- guess. Nar- Paul Henry Nargilet, maybe. Yeah, yeah. You uh, you say the names, and I'll just yeah. So uh, sure. scroll down a little bit. So as I don't know if everybody knows this, but it cost about two hundred fifty thousand dollars to join this uh, voyage, just to take this trip, right? And so our facts may not be exact, but I know it takes hours, if not like eight to ten hours, to to get down to the bottom. Do you know anything about that, Drew? Nope, no idea. So I would, I would um, imagine so it would take a long time. Takes a while, and the CEO one time was talking about like, Oh, $250,000. That's a crazy amount of money to, to do this. And the company was actually, you know, like they had not made a profit. 
Yeah. And when I asked the CEO saying, well, you know, it costs a million dollars in gas to run this company. And, you know, it's so, uh, you can look at it like this is not everybody gets the opportunity to see the Titanic in person. Yeah. That's that's saying right here, we're on a CBS news.com It's saying that's how they marketed it and build. It was a, a chance to become one of the few to see the Titanic with your own eyes. Yeah, they only did this four times. Mm-hmm. And uh, in matter, in fun fact, the Simpsons creator. Matt Groening. Uh, sorry, the Simpsons writer and producer. I'm sorry, Mac Reese. Right. Revealed he went on three trips with Ocean Gate, including one to see the Titanic wreckage. So, so they've been summer. down there before. The Ocean Gate's been down there before. Is that correct? Is that correct. what it's sounding like to you? And there's a there's a lot of conspiracies going around, but there's one fact to this whole thing, which which I'll get into a little bit um, about. And I also sent you, sent you the link on this. But the reason why at the very beginning they were talking about the hole being the issue, and everybody went on to like, oh, mechanic failure and this that, and they're sitting there at the bottom, uh, the bottom. And but uh, there's multiple reasons why the hole was the issue. We'll get into that when we start talking about it. But yeah, the Simpsons um, writer producer went down uh, three trips. One was the uh, Titanic. So they did like Bahama trips, other stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, it's one of those, the Simpsons got it right. Yeah. There was a 2006 episode where the Homer's uh, um, paternal coot, paternity coot. <laughs> I'm kind of reading it as I'm going on. Uh, I had not seen that episode. Do you know what it is? No, I, I haven't watched too many episodes past like that. That's way too late in the seasons. Uh, I'm okay. a, uh, I'm a Simpsons snob. Yeah. So. Go back and check that one out. I didn't watch it. I figured I've, it seen, I've seen the clips floating around like, uh, Homer gets his craft stuck, you know, going down in the ocean and stuff like that. But they're saying Simpsons predicted it, but that's just another thing. It's like, I don't. I wouldn't count that as a Simpsons prediction. No, but they did. See this? No, I'm joking. I, yeah, I, I, I'm on the same page with you on that. It's like, just let's find the Simpsons episode. <laughs> let's find the Simpsons episode because they pretty much cover everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, uh, um, well, getting back to the people on board, uh, Hamish Harding uh, was one of the uh, passengers on that board or, or on board. And it says, aside from his business, Harding was known for his exploits as, a, as an adventurer. He held several records with the Guinness Book of World Records, including the fastest circumnavigation of Earth via both geographic poles by airplane. That's crazy. Yeah, this dude was like um, adrenaline junkie. Mm-hmm. That's. I think he went down to the Mariana Trench and went like two miles uh, across it you know it's like thirty six thousand feet or something yeah that's the deepest deepest place on earth yeah and uh and and you was saying you know uh in that article that you're reading you know like well there's no other submarine that can go down to get us so yeah. if something goes wrong that's that's the way it is so i mean they already had that mentality yeah it's not like you just, and there's not a lot of innocence there it's you know yeah and then um like you were saying uh Shazada Dawood and his son Sulman Dawood. There's a conspiracy behind that that's popped up. I'll go into that in a little bit. Uh, basically, I, I think it's going back to uh, the son's name, the uh, Sulman, which is the Arab Pakistani version of Solomon. Um, I'll bring that up in a minute. And then the Paul Henry Narjale, I guess, ty- is known as Titanic's greatest explorer. He's led six expeditions to the ship's wreckage site. Um, 
So that's that's crazy. So, I mean, a lot of this stuff, the fact that they've been down there before and some of these passengers have been down there kind of eliminates some of these conspiracies that we're going to go into, for me, anyway. Uh, yeah, is that all of them? Is that all the all the? Uh, there's yeah, there's there's a few more. There was Stockton Rush, the CEO. Um, big thing with him is, I mean, he he's on record talking about how he cut corners for this, uh, finan- financially, yeah. material wise, stuff like that. So, well, so let's talk about the controller. That's one we we can't yeah. avoid. So, I want to hear your thoughts on this controller. Uh, and again, it's like a Logitech, and I think it was even wireless, honestly, but yeah. they had this Logitech controller, uh, and everybody's been blowing up. I mean, everything about this thing for like days was just controller uh, stuff on Twitter. So what's your thoughts on it? I think it's crazy that that's how it would be controlled, you know, in such, I mean, it, it, I would still classify it as uncharted territory. Like memes have come up about like a submarine going down and a little Xbox graphic about your uh, controllers, your uh, battery's low. Yeah. You know, so I mean, so much stuff is coming out of this memes and gifts and stuff like that. That's just that's what I'm saying, man. It's like it, it seems like a cut corner. It just uh, bugs the hell out of me though that people caught on to that and like kept going with it. I know, you know it's funny, but you have, uh, you know, like I was talking to somebody about it the other day. You know, there's a lot of equipment, military equipment. You have all these kids growing up with all this, all these game controllers and everything. People train on these controllers; they're very reliable. People know how to train on them, control them. I mean, it's not crazy to think that there's a Logitech controller that's set up for the system that would work. And you know, they probably have a backup controller. In worst case scenario, they were saying that any mechanical issues, the uh, they had a protocol for the submarine that would automatically start rising. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the whole controller thing that got out. And was circulating, and and everybody was talking about how crazy and cut corners. I agree to that to some extent, but like, what controller do you expect? Yeah, like, you know, somebody was saying that there's a lot of medical equipment people use, like Xbox controllers. Uh, you know, uh, really high end, expensive equipment's used by gaming controllers. Yeah, in a lot of different uh, professions. So I mean, you know, it's just. I was bothered by that, if you can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, get off that part of it. Sorry. Get it's off been lo- of it. It's been losing sleep. Yes. In my <laughs> dreams, I'm waking up just fucking pissed off. <laughs> Never going to play a PlayStation again. Mm. So, so, yeah, I just had to get off that. I'm off my horse now. So let's go into this. Um, I'm, I'm sure, like I said, unless y'all been under a rock, you've been kind of following everything going on with this. Um, so what I wanted to do was kind of go through some interesting tweets, um, yeah, was just various conspiracies about it, uh, alternative thoughts, uh, you know, of what, cause some of these are from when it was happening. Now that we know it's been found and everything, it's kind of outdated, but it's still interesting to go back through to see kind of what was, you know, going around the Twitterverse at the time of all this stuff was happening. So, and most people still don't understand, you know, it happened within days. So yeah. it's not, not like everybody's up, you know, up to par with it. So, right. So, um, Twitter account at Nick Sortor. Uh, this was posted yesterday, June 22nd at about 6.57 PM breaking a top secret U S Navy acoustic detection system first picked up on the Titan submersible implosion just hours after the sub began its mission on Sunday. So that right there is crazy because this story was dragged out for what? Five days. Yeah. So, um, I sent you a link. The compromised hole. 
if you don't mind. I'd say we so, should, so, it sounds like you're saying whole. I know. I'm, I'm practicing that word before we went live. So, and, so uh, yeah, yeah now, we're talking about the whole, the H U L L, not not the compromised whole. So Mel's hole was <laughs> <laughs> no. We talk about Mel's hole a lot. All right. So here's here's the course of action. Here's what I I witnessed and what I saw. Um, this happened, and you heard about it. And there was a lot of stuff out there about the professionals. And, and I want to go into the link that I sent you, the compromised hole, because that kind of goes into more uh, factual details about it. But this thing goes down and apparently they did pick up uh, an implosion or uh, a, a boom sound that would imply an implosion. Right. Um, you have a lot of, th- theories that come up after the fact that go on for days which is another conspiracy on why they would drag it out and we're going to get into that i think and a little bit more but just to kind of talk about this hole at the very front end and within the link that i sent you um the hole had issues going into this dive from the very get-go they raided the hole originally they built it for like uh 6,000 meters we're talking meters here not feet so meters and then it was built out of carbon fiber and all this there was another one that was built out of carbon fiber apparently they didn't use the carbon fiber uh, window unit for this trip so the one that they used which again could be another damn conspiracy because right? <laughs> I mean, they're changing it up the one that they used was compromised due to I think it's like a sickle uh, and remote viewer, anybody listening or in our chats, help me out. It was like, it's in the article. It was like sickle use or something like that, sickle damage. Basically, after using the dives over and over again with that hole, it gets compromised. And it had a little bit of uh, use in it, so they rated it for 3,000 meters. Well, they put that hole on this dive, and the Titanic sits at 3,800 meters. So going into it, they had uh, interviews with the people that were that were a part of this company, right? Because the CEOs in the submarine, there's other people there, and they were talking to those other people. And they said, "Yeah, it's called cycl- uh, cyclical fatigue." Thank you, you are awesome. So this was going on with the whole, and they were talking to people that were uh, helping out with this whole thing, you know, the company, and they were saying, "Yeah, it was probably the whole." Um, like they were immediately going to it like day two day like immediately right when this came up they couldn't find them but that got washed over to the side and then they went with all these other rescue missions and they're probably at the bottom and they only have 96 hours 92 hours whatever it was of, of air all this came up for days and the people that were running the show were like it was the hole and then come to find out the hole was only rated for 3,000 meters due to this fatigue and they were re- reaching 3,800. So why did it stretch on for days? And why did why, did, why is nobody talking about that? Yeah. Yeah, the thing about that, a lot of our remote viewers in the chat right now are saying it's to cover up uh, other news um, that was supposed to have dropped this week. Uh, we'll, oh, get, yeah. we'll definitely be bringing that up on our uh, next edition of Redacted when Rabbit Hole's here. Uh, I'm sure he'll take a deep, deep dive into that, um, You know, particularly the Biden stuff going on, I believe. Um, 
think that's probably the biggest stuff. The whistleblowers. Yeah, there's also some stuff with some uh, the sale of synthetic lab-grown meat to the American public that yeah. came out. Um, there's a lot to talk about with that. And we always like to go back of one of our uh, favorites to kind of go through what happened this week that nobody's talking about, which we'll touch on mm-hmm. um, briefly about that. Mm-hmm. But um, mainly it's the whole Biden thing, which I, I'm looking forward to getting Peter back on. I want to discuss this in detail because there's a lot to be said about this. So let's do an early episode next week. Yeah. On that. So, uh, but to go back to Nick Sorter's tweet um, about the Navy detecting the implosion just hours after the sub began, uh, he also states almost immediately after the sub lost communication with its mothership, the Navy began listening in. Shortly thereafter, the U.S. system detected what it suspected was the sound of an implosion near the debris site, which was discovered on Thursday. <laughs> so this is a crazy. you know Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's a four day, uh, four day span of when they detected the implosion from when they found the debris. And the whole time, uh, you know, I, I guess they had to wait to confirm it. I guess you know, it's like know. coal miners going down, and then you hear the elevator shaft fall in. Mm-hmm. But nobody talks about that. They're they're waiting for four days for hope that the coal miners get rescued. Right. Like, let's state the obvious here. That's just, uh, but I mean, I guess you don't give up, you know. Yeah. You know, and, and there was uh, other stuff came out that um, they detected knocking, like SOS knocking throughout yeah. the week. So that would have, that wasn't them apparently if that's, you know, if, if this is what happened, if they imploded just hours after going down. Well, all the uh, media sources would not cover this. Mm-hmm. And my wife and I were watching. We were watching Fox, and she would push it over to CNN, which is another subject. And uh, no, I'm joking. But um, nobody was covering it. And then when this, you know, 30-minute intervals of knocking came out and the audio and stuff like that, that that became kind of when everybody started covering it. Yeah. Um, but it was annoying and had conspiracies on its own of why nobody's covering this. I know. Usually, when um, you know, when when major media like that, if they're avoiding something, something's up, and if they all join in and say the same thing and you know direct their targets on something, then something's up. So, are you hitting our um our chats? We got a few chats going on. I want to make sure we yeah, get. Yeah, I've been hitting them. All right, yeah, hit them, hit them good. Right, Where are the knocking coming from? Um, hell. No idea. You just wonder how many, like, gosh, uh, where does the Titanic sit? It's like, how many, uh, I know the meters now, but I don't know the feet. I don't know. 3,800 meters. I think it's like uh, 12,800. I think it's like 13,000-ish, give or take. 13,000 feet. Let's do the the math here. How many meters did you say it was? 38. We've done two episodes on the Titanic. I have no idea. (laughs) 3,800. Yeah, about 12,500 12, feet, give or take. So I was off by 300 feet, people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it, it's crazy stuff. It's probably aliens. The knocking's probably the aliens. Yeah. Read something that said that the knocking was standard SOS rescue for submarines so they could detect it. Um, for so that's, that's, yeah. that's what I was saying a minute ago. The, the knocking, you know, that's what they were. Um, that that came out in the news was like oh you know they're they're hearing the knocking the SOS stuff but apparently it wasn't them if if the craft imploded just hours before going down or hours after going down excuse me yeah. so can I say one thing about everybody because this really yeah, bugged yeah. people that I you know my wife and I we were t- 
talking about it and and uh, it took me a while to get into this because I'm like, I mean, you know, like, but it really took over. But apparently, they died in two nanoseconds. Two nanoseconds. It takes four nanoseconds for the spine to register that there's a problem. Mm-hmm. So they literally, for anybody that's thinking, oh, this is absolutely horrible. I can't I believe they went through this. They didn't know it happened. Yeah. So just kind of throwing that out there for uh, so that some people can sleep tonight. Yeah, because that, that was a lot of stuff coming out too. Was like, oh, they only have one hour of oxygen left. They only have, you know, like there was a countdown on how much they had left. You know. Yeah. So apparently, yeah, that's what uh, one of our remote viewers said that in the chat a minute ago. Hold on. Uh, there was a country that had a countdown timer for how much air supply they had left. So. Oh wow. Apparently, and but, you uh, know, and you also got to consider like if they're hyperventilating because, um, you know, they realize what's going on. They're breathing a lot. They're breathing a lot more. Yeah, uh, you can probably you trim freak, off. You freak out. Your, you know, your adrenaline starts. Ru- you know, rushing. You freak out, and yeah, not good. Apparently, though, they um, the sub was found sixteen hundred feet from the 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 bow. Yeah, yeah it, was pretty, no. it was pretty close. Relatively close. Hmm. So, so let's get into some other uh, other conspiracies surrounding this. One of them uh, from a from on Twitter at Freedom Act Radio. The missing Titan vessel will be tied to the UFO whistleblower psyop. Just watch. What do you mean by that? I have no idea, but it seemed interesting. <laughs> I'm assuming a rabbit hole rabbit hole would want to uh, be very interested in that one. Say that but one more time, please. Read that one more time for, for our viewers. Uh, he posted this yesterday, June 22nd. Uh, also. Or I'm sorry, the missing Titan vessel will be tied to the UFO whistleblower psyop. Watch. And then just under that, he put also, I'm predicting that they're rescued and that they come back with otherworldly tales to tell. Um, if they're really trapped down there, I do hope they're okay. It's just a weird story that feels a little too perfectly crafted to corroborate the UFO whistleblower's claim. So I don't know what he's talking about by that, but is it uh, is it is it like he uh he's saying this is like a, a false flag? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not like they're abducted and they'll come back and say, man, that was crazy. Yeah. It's man, a false you'll, flag. You'll never guess what we saw down there kind of stuff. Yeah. So there's some crazy conspiracies going on about this. Um, you know, we're not, obviously we're not saying any of this is true or whatever. And we're, you know, it's, we just wanted to cover just some of the crazier stuff going out there about this throughout the past couple of days on, you know, at least on Twitter that I've been reading. So. Yeah, keep going. I know there's some there's some other ones that I want to mention. I'm sure you're going to mention them. Uh, let's see about this one. All right, here's a good one. Uh, this is going to be at Perpetual Maniac on Twitter. Now that the submarine is confirmed destroyed, the next step of the media will be to say, quote, how could we have let this happen? The blame will go to the regulators, and the result will be enforcing an international treaty that will prevent others from going down to the Titanic and seeing how it was really destroyed. So that's the main one I'm interested in. I uh, I read something as well. I have, I have a feeling it's more than just conspiracy on that one. Mm-hmm. That it is, and and they'll use safety protocol as the as the uh, the way to get in. But kind of like Antarctica, let's go and stop all this right now because as technology gets better, they might really find out what's going on with the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm kind of a believer with that. After all the conspiracies, our last episode, if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. I, I learned so much yeah. my last episode listening to old Drew Nell over here. Yeah, that's one um, of our um, it's one of our most popular yeah. episodes. So uh, we actually we've gotten a good bit of plays off that the last few days. Um, so basically, what he's saying is this is going to be grounds for media and you know governments to say, all right, nothing like this can ever happen again. Nobody can go down to the Titanic or, or blah blah blah. Um, it's going to prevent others from going down to see how it was really destroyed. So we can get into that right now. Um, yeah. One of the major conspiracies surrounding the Titanic was. Um, it was not actually the Titanic. It was its sister ship, the Olympic. Um, uh, you know, I'm not going to give the whole story because, like I said, we did a whole hour and a half episode on it. But basically, um, the Olympic uh, got damaged. Uh, it was built before the Titanic, and it got damaged. So, and I, I think the insurance, how it got damaged, the insurance was not going to cover it. It was not going to pay out. So they kind of repainted some stuff remarketed it as the Titanic, took it out, and it um, ended up sinking. Therefore, they got the payout and all that good stuff. Sounds like a conspiracy, but listen to the episode, and there's a lot of, mm -hmm. uh, a, I wouldn't say proof, but a little bit more than what we're talking about right now. Yeah. Um, and, and also, another conspiracy about it, if it, whether it was the Titanic or the Olympic, another one of the conspiracies was it was a coal fire that caused the ship to sink, not an iceberg. So if you can go down there and really analyze the wreckage and, and see there was, you know, fire marks and, you know, the, the softening the of the steel and stuff like that. Yeah. The wreckage doesn't match what we've been taught. Um, you know, that, that conspiracy obviously will turn out to be true. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's one of the major ones, you know, we'll probably get into the other major one in a little bit. Um, but that probably, one should we that, now? Cause the I mean, bigger one. Yeah, but I just I think this one's more plausible. Like if if they're going to stop it from going down, um, well the the if if it's the Olympic versus the Titanic, that's that one would be more plausible because you'll be able to see because we go into like how many windows were on there, um, physical markings that you can actually document. Right, and that's a conspiracy that I can follow. Uh, but the reason it went down is another conspiracy. Right with the with the individuals that were on board. Right. So yeah, there's you got one reason it may have went down was to get an insurance payout uh, for the Olympic, and the other one is uh, has to do with the creation of the Federal Reserve. So if anybody doesn't doesn't know what that is, it's the Central Bank of the United States. Um, it was founded in 1913, coincidentally a year after the Titanic went down, and some key people that objected to the Federal Reserve being formed. Just happened to be on the Titanic. However, uh, one of them, the Jacob Astor mm -hmm. individual, he was, I learned that he was uh, Nicholas Tesla, his largest donor and wealthiest family at the time. So like, he was up against Rothschild mm -hmm. and a super rich. And then uh, Benjamin Guggenheim was on there as well. They were both heavy hitters that fought the Federal Reserve Act that was being enforced by Senator Aldridge Rockefeller. Who and I don't know if you have a picture of this dude. If you want to Google it, this is a scary looking dude, uh, Aldrich Rockefeller. So he was for the um, the Federal Reserve, obviously, and I mean, there's just so much that can be said about him in general. Um, 
You know, hey, fun fact. Then we find out that his distant son, or I wouldn't say son, I mean, but didn't a Rothschild join the Ocean Gate board back in like 2008? Yeah, I think it was 12. 12? Yeah, David Rothschild joins Ocean Gate board of directors. This is uh, from uh, October 9th, 2012. So if you're listening, think about this. The Titanic conspiracies, every one of them really that has traction comes around the Rothschilds. And you sent this as a screenshot, so I don't know if this is a legitimate article or not. That probably isn't a legitimate picture, but I did research a little bit more into it, and there's a lot more information on it. I just happened to send that one. So, uh, But apparently you have a Rothschild that joined the board of Ocean Gate back in the day that visits the Titanic and other places. But ultimately, this is what we're talking about with the Titanic. And the Rothschilds are the whole conspiracy behind the Titanic of them kind of having their um, their way of taking down the Titanic to keep the Federal Reserve from, you know, to help it go through. Because mm-hmm. the people that were on the Titanic were against the Federal Reserve. Uh, it really circles back around, which is incredible. Yep. Um. So yeah, I mean that's basically the main, the main uh, conspiracies behind the Titanic. If if you were not aware, so again, go listen to our Titanic episode where we, I mean, there there's pictures, there's uh, documents, there's a whole list of of uh, reasonings that people believe that um, wasn't exactly what we were told. So um, I'm trying to think of what else to go over because like I did find out that J.P. Morgan actually uh, funded and built the Titanic. Which I thought was really incredible, considering all the conspiracies with them and the Rothschilds. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like it all comes together. Yep, he built it. Maybe he built it just to. He probably it for it to you know. He probably built the uh, Olympic too. Probably you know, had his hands in everything back then. Um. Yeah, that, that's pretty crazy. So, let's see the submarine. Um. I I personally uh, I, I personally believe that uh, it probably did implode. It was probably purely incident. But you know, you look at the people on board. And you, you can pull anything from somebody who's going to spend two hundred fifty thousand dollars on a trip down to the Titanic, and it's hard to uh, just have your average Joe that doesn't have any information in business or uh, associated with certain families. They're going to have some influence. So yeah. I don't think it was a conspiracy with all that, but. Yeah. It's crazy how it all does come together. Yeah. And, you know, like, I think one of the other conspiracies to come out of it is what we mentioned already is uh, why did the media take so long or why did they wait so long to report it? A lot of people are saying to cover up other stories. Um, I don't know. I, I think they just wanted to be sure, you know, that the Navy may have detected the implosion, but, um, you know, that they wanted to be sure to either find the wreckage or something you know, to be sure it was because um, I know what they were wanting to cover up and I'm of the mindset. Yeah, it may have been to distract people from something, but we're everyone's already distracted anyway. Yeah, you know? I agree. College World Series is going on. You know, there's an endless amount of stuff that yeah. we could be talking about right now that we're skipping waiting on rabbit hole to be able to join us next week. Yeah. And uh, and you're, you're talking about uh, all this stuff. Can we at least go over uh terribles update uh if you want yeah so <laughs> you're all, she'll do another one next week 
Um, so in the comments, is in, does anybody else have any? Um, there, yeah, let, yeah. Let us know your thoughts on it, uh, people in the in the chat room. We're uh, five or six deep right now, so um, let us know your thoughts, and we'll we'll read it. And I'm really curious. I feel like we're 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 not saying a lot because there's there's so much to cover. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think about what we haven't already talked about. Um, yeah, because I mean, I got a, I got a whole um, a guy named Mario Nawaffle um, on Twitter back on this was just yesterday. Uh, early, early yesterday morning, tweeted out um, a bunch of possibilities. Uh, he had an eight-hour Twitter space session with a bunch of experts about what – and this, like I said, this is before the news broke that has been found and imploded. But um, if you want to go through these, we can. Um, yeah. So this is a conclusion from an eight-hour space on the Titanic sub. Uh, the first one, which was the most likely scenario, is that the hull of the submersible imploded due to brittle carbon fiber material, killing all five passengers within milliseconds. Which that's so, but that's a that's a dispute because apparently they have a carbon fiber hull, but they didn't use it, mm-hmm. or they changed it out. I mean, like there's there's some disconnect there that I've seen in other articles. So I'd I'd love to do more you know research into that and find out yeah. exactly what was going on. Uh, the second scenario is that the sub experienced a mechanical failure, so they manually manually released their ballast tanks and floated up. In this scenario, they would currently be floating above water. Um, so that's I don't think that happened, obviously. Uh, this is unlikely as they should have been spotted by now, even days ago, especially with all the equipment they have uh, to be able to send out signals. If this is the case, it's not good news as they only have about one to two hours of oxygen left. And they cannot open the hatch up from the inside, meaning if they're not found within one to two hours, they would suffocate uh, despite being above water. Um, have again, you seen how they actually close the hatch? No, I haven't seen it. So they have it open and it's on a hinge. Whatever they close it, they literally like screw it down into it with the like with a wrench. It's not just like they just cut it and do like a lever. Right. It's uh, it's a process, and uh, it's pretty. So it's it's like you're bolted shut until yeah. you reach the surface. Yeah. Wow. Um, let's see. Number three, the CEO of the company OceanGate, who is also the pilot, is a risk taker that has cut corners, most likely to make more money by cutting costs. Um, multiple reports by ex-employees, the CEO himself in past interviews and third parties point to the company being frugal and cutting corners when it comes to safety, which the CEO did not take seriously. That is this true. Means, this means the submersible was likely of low quality which we can assume is what led to the implosion or the mechanical failure. Yeah. With the whole, um, there's been a lot of stories about cutting corners on that. Mm-hmm. And of course they didn't have to pass like a board or any kind yeah. of governmental yeah. thing with that. They just did what they did. Mm-hmm. The last possible scenario, which is unlikely based on the facts we have is that they are currently stuck at the Titanic wreckage or near it on the seabed. If that's the case, it would take hours to find them and more hours to pull them out, which means they would have almost zero zero chance of survival. This, while unlikely, is the most harrowing scenario as it means they've spent days in freezing temperatures and will likely end up freezing or suffocating to death. Um, so yeah, again, this was this was early, early morning of Thursday, June 22nd before the news came out about the implosion. Um, so it's kind of interesting to go back and I saw this tweet, you know, when I woke up Thursday morning. Um, so, you know, it's, it's interesting to go through it while it's happened. Now it's interesting to go through now that we, I guess, know, I guess what happened. The, uh, the pilot you're talking about went on record. He was saying that 
he would be only one of the only few that would actually go down this year to see the Titanic because of all the weather being bad. Right. So yeah, this was one of the few times that they were going to be able to go down. As a commenter said on here. Yep. Uh, let's see here. It would make sense that it would uh, go down only a couple hours or a read, few hours read, down. Read, read the question so our uh, listeners. I can't see the whole thing. Can you read it? Okay, so i uh, got a remote viewer. Uh, so that makes sense that it imploded only a couple hours uh, after only a couple hours because what's the likelihood that all seven backups messed up too? Well, there you go. Yeah, there was another question about the hole. It was um, – I read something that – said the sub went down despite warnings that something wasn't right with it or something. So that's what I was saying earlier. There's a lot of articles out there saying that this hole they had was compromised to the sickle uh, fatigue, uh, sickling fatigue or whatever it was. Um, they should not have been using this hole. It was past its life expectancy. Right. Or right at it. And of course you don't take that risk. So that's why I'm, I'm sold on that. You know, is is what happened just because mm -hmm. uh, they were talking about it. Yeah, I'm gonna try and find. Um, there was a thread of conspiracies that uh, I sent to the I sent to you. I don't know if I sent the group chat or not, but um, I'm gonna see if I can find it real quick because a lot of it had to, it was going back to the uh, Titanic stuff that we read. Um, I'm just yeah, I'm uh, loving the uh, the chats right now. Here's a conspiracy thought. Good. We need another conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> All of ours are coming true. I love it. Uh, I can't read the whole thing, unfortunately. Okay, so here's know. a conspiracy thought. What if others wanted the CEO to go down because he was making it too easy for others to go down to, to go down to the Titanic and get the truth? Yeah. That's a great one. Uh, and that involves the Rothschilds. And everybody else uh, with the whole treaties coming together saying, hey, nobody else go down there. It was a safety deal. It was a whole thing. Uh, take down a submarine, try to get to the Titanic, make it, make it a safety issue. And then let's pass a thing that says nobody else can go unless it's for, uh, you know, research, scientific research, quote, unquote, yeah. just the same as Antarctica. Yep. And um, and nobody will ever know. Uh, and that's why I brought up Rothschild's been on the board. Uh, and somebody could fact check that. I, I'm 98 percent sure that's that's true. I've I've seen it various places, but you know, obviously that's that's the internet. Um, yeah. It could all circle back around with him joining the board, and that this would be the way they could stop the research on the Titanic, as far yeah. as publicly. Yeah, so uh, there's a huge thread of um, I read one of his tweets earlier at Perpetual Maniac Zach Voorhees. Um, he started a very long thread on. Yesterday morning, June 22nd, uh, since no one is offering the conspiracy narrative on the submarine, here goes. And he, he goes into what we've already talked about, about the Titanic and um, some of the things, but uh, where to go right here. So as we mentioned a, a few minutes ago, a coal fire may have helped to sink the Titanic. So in his opinion, to close this loophole, the internationalists are clamping down on visitation so that no unauthorized, just what Lance said, no unauthorized persons can visit the Titanic wreckage without a permit. And he links a, a screenshot of a Time article. Uh, the UK and the US will now be responsible for granting permits to those wishing to visit the wreck and remove artifacts. Thank you. The agreement, which was signed by the UK in 2003, was ratified by the US Secretary of State Mike Pompeo last year. Uh, I'm not sure when this was this article because Mike Pompeo was not Secretary of State. 
he was Trump's secretary of state a few years ago. So this article must be a few years old. Um, anyway, uh, the agreement, which will further protect the wreck, uh, became a UNESCO cultural heritage site in 2012. The UK will take a leading role in protecting the wreck, encouraging other North Atlantic countries like France and Canada to sign the agreement. So just like the uh, Antarctic Treaty, you know, it's going to be one of the only ones that every country abides by. So mm-hmm. it's uh, going to be the only shipwreck, which I mean, for good reasons to Titanic. So the fact that this submarine dude was able to offer trips at all is a little suspect. The fact he was able to do it with an uncertified experimental submarine controlled by a wireless game controller makes no sense. <laughs> There's so, a damn wireless controller. You know, again, this is from a uh, at perpetual maniac. So, uh, let's see the additional fact that he specifically excluded hiring experienced pilots because they were 50 something year old white people. Uh, it was still permitted. So what's going to happen? The people in the submarine likely perished, but I'm open to being wrong, but this event will be used to leverage, to make the Titanic off limits by visitation by the citizens of the West so that the narrative of the federal reserve is preserved. Mm-hmm. So yeah, very, very interesting thread. He, he goes into the Rothschild stuff. Um, uh, links a article from OpenTheOceans.com about the Rothschild joining the board of directors. Okay, uh, well, that's another source. That's good. So yeah, um, you know, there's. And, I've never seen so many conspiracies come together with so the quick. whole Titanic, with the Rothschilds, the J.P. Morgans of the world. Because J.P. Morgan was supposedly sick and then seen around when he skipped he the Titanic later, voyage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he skipped that one for good reason, like a day before. Um randomly and then yeah so uh yeah there's 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 so much but i've never seen so many people come to one conspiracy behind the titanic mm-hmm. and i think the submarine just like in politics you know when they when they really try to uh put something against trump and then all of a sudden it's like his polls go up i feel like the same thing with this they really they might have really tried to do something here and now it brought more people to believe <laughs> this right. conspiracy than ever before Mm-hmm. Yep. It's it's exposing people to uh a whole new thing. So but uh yeah, that's pretty much all the uh stuff I've been coming across is just kind of, you know, relating it back to that that's probably the main conspiracy is uh what what I just read about how they're gonna shut shut it down for uh um future visits. So I wish I could see this whole catch when I when I I've, yeah, click them and put them on the screen. I can't see them. So I've already posted that. So all right, perfect. <laughs> so yeah, man, I wish Rabbit Hole was here to to give his forty five minute long lecture on. Oh, on you know uh, the yeah, aliens. <laughs> did you actually, see that, that light on Jupiter? <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. No, seriously. Um, I I made fun of him saying the aliens. That actually is one of the the conspiracies. Is like we went over, you know, that, that, that tweet got a lot of traction too, that it's going to coincide with the alien side, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to subscribe to that one. There's been a lot of questions like why, why isn't that submarine tether? Uh, why didn't it have an oxygen line? Why, why this or why not? They were talking about if it had an oxygen line, you would have, um, how many, how many miles did we say it was at least two miles, two and a half miles, something like that down. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's just for sake of conversation, let's say it's more. But uh, they were saying the oxygen line, if you have like an inch line, it would have to have the pressure of the submarine on that line, which isn't 
you know, really possible. And not only with the tides, because a lot of people are talking about the tides and the ocean, the currents, that you would have to have four miles of line of tether that would mm-hmm. go out with the current to go down to the bottom. It's not just a straight line, right? Because when the submarine stops at the bottom and starts floating, that line's gonna gonna move, you know, down yeah. uh, current. And um, and then they don't want it getting tangled up. They don't want anything happening with that. That's the worst case scenario. Is you have a tether that's um, kinked up with all the cable lines that are also floating in the ocean uh, across countries at the seabed as well. Yeah, um, I'm trying. I'm trying to find the um, the tweet I was talking about a minute ago that relates to Solomon and the son's name Solomon. Uh, Can you imagine and- having a line four miles? down that's hovering that far in the ocean like the it's just is the ocean that uh open is it that voided of anything i would say so when they do a sonar so the the summary was down they were doing sonar they said they could pick up a suitcase a suitcase that was like a mile out if it was floating in the ocean they could see it and when they were looking for the debris so you're telling me that they're not going to pick up fish in the ocean, like and if that's the case, why haven't they found the Malaysian flight yet? If that went into the ocean, oh shit! Yeah, There's so information on that one too. Yeah, but they said they could pick up a suitcase if it's floating around. I'm thinking, well, if if the submarine's coming up to the surface, that's what they were saying. They would be able to see it, find it, um, hear it coming up. Uh, a suitcase in the ocean, they could pick that up. It's unbelievable. I know. Yeah, I, I can't find. I thought I saved it, um, but the uh, but it was that the craft was shaped exactly like this ancient creature, and that's oh, it was a very. You know what's bizarre about that too? While you look at it, I'll say everybody that's in the submarines, and I've been listening to talk radio. They've been talking about it, so you know, convenient, I guess. Um, they're all all the submarine people are like it's a poor design. Mm-hmm. Why did they go with that design? the design has been the main topic for the last few days of how bizarre that design of a submarine is for the type of uh, pressure it's going to have. And if you think about it, like the fin in the back, maybe that's like the part of the hole, I guess the carbon fiber, you know, whatever Um, the fin goes up and it gets narrow. And that's where all the electronics, the oxygen tanks, all that's in this thin hole that goes to the back. And you think, if everything gets thin and goes up uh, or goes out, kind of comes together, that's gotta that's gotta be like a problem. Yeah, you know, Absolutely. and uh, there's not a lot of there's not anything in between it. And I'm you know I'm no submarine expert, obviously, but everybody's yeah. been talking about the design, and you just brought that up, so I just had to comment on that. Yeah, I can't find it. If I um, if I happen to come across it, I'll um, I'll retweet it on our Twitter. Um, I'll bring it up next episode. Uh, when rabbit holes on and we do redacted um, because I I could have swore I'd retweeted it or saved it or something. I guarantee as soon as there it is right here. (laughs) All right, let me share the screen real quick. So I'm not sure what this means. Kings, King Solomon's Shamir. Oh yeah. I saw that. It's like a caterpillar. Yep. So this is from the Twitter account at flat earth zone. Crazy enough. It's all theater. You're being deceived by the powers of darkness. That's got 11, uh, 11, uh, 
111,000 views. views. Yeah. So someone oh, asked, what's the point? let's see. On the height of the sun's power, the summer solstice, the news has been thinking about running out of air at the bottom of the ocean. The consciousness battery is pumping hard. Okay, don't understand that. <laughs> We're just going to start reading some comments. We're going to get yeah. really, Somebody really messed up. up. I want to hear, does anybody, like, this is this is pretty cool. I saw it. I had no idea anything to do with the uh, the sun, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, anybody yeah. in the chat in the comments, um say what you want to say about it is is there anything that we're missing here because i, I, I yeah that, that is actually interesting I, I didn't think about the soul the the whole solstice stuff um that's crazy so yeah um, anybody in the chat give us your uh give us your thoughts real quick because we're probably going to wrap this up here soon um unless you got anything else to go over because like i said we just wanted to make this like a uh, impromptu uh impromptu episode little bonus content i guess that we'll post and yeah you want you want to go you don't want to go down the uh the terror bull updates huh mm, i'd rather have a rabbit hole and do that on redacted that sounds good there'll be a new one next week yeah i didn't i didn't read through it to see if there's anything on there but uh yeah i mean the only one the only one it mentions is uh one of them the u.s navy heard titan implosion days ago it's believed the search for the missing sub continued as a distraction from the biden sweetheart plea deal so if that makes sense why there was a lot of articles that or uh were a couple that I was looking at that other countries were trying to help out and they said, Hey, we have a submarine that can actually go down to that depth and look around. And yeah. America was like, Oh, you know, well, no, that's that's okay. Just, yeah, uh, yeah, no, we're good, man. We're good. <laughs> hey man, no, we're okay. Um, yeah, so that makes sense. Like they had the information they needed to say, we don't need to waste that money. Yeah. To have somebody come out and search, but mm-hmm. let's let the media roll with it. And let's let people be hopeful and then we'll let them down slowly and let them down softly. We'll give them 96 hours. Uh, that way it'll kind of wear itself out. And ultimately it did. And, you know, here we are. And then come to find out implosion the day of. Yep. So uh, keep that in mind for next time. Yep. So, yeah, um, again, uh, follow us on Twitter, room 2008 ENT2. Um, shoot us an email what your thoughts on this are if you think it is a conspiracy if you think it was just a tragic accident which it was uh, room2008ent at gmail.com and follow us on Twitch as well we're, we're live right now um, twitch.tv slash room2008ent uh, one thing me and Lance were talking about was a couple times a month we might do um, some Twitch only streams you know, where we go hang out either on the porch or just hang out and have some drinks, smoke a couple cigars or something. And uh, a couple cigars. God, yeah. what are you doing to me? Yeah. We're going to see who can smoke back to back to back. <laughs> Chain smoke. Yeah. We're trying Chain to stay up for cigars. six hours, just smoke six cigars. <laughs> but, um, you know, so though that content's only going to be on Twitch. Um, we'll, we'll give some more information about that out whenever we decide if we're going to do it or not. So for anybody listening, uh, can I say, uh, we're going to have some really good episodes coming up. We have uh, Amelia Earhart coming up this next week. Yep, that's on the anniversary of her disappearance. So, Got some juicy juice on that. And then uh, the week after, it's a big one. Possibly a two-parter. A big one. H.H. Holmes, the biggest con man murderer I'd ever heard of. And we're going to have an, an awesome um, uh, person coming on here helping us out with that episode that knows uh, too much information oddly about a mass murderer 
makes me wonder. But anyways, uh, looking forward to that. So we have two awesome episodes coming up. Yep, a juicy next couple of weeks. So follow us on all the social media so you can stay informed. And Room 2008 is out.